A national code of practice is being developed to demonstrate Canadian grain farmers' care and commitment to the environment. Alberta farmer Ted Menzies is chair for the committee that's responsible for developing the code. Well, the code of practice is uh, not dissimilar to what other industries have done. And one of the models that that we looked very close at, closely at, and, and we actually had advice from some of those that were involved in developing the sustainable beef code of practice that has been uh, very helpful for the beef industry. Uh, and, and most people are now familiar with it because of the rollouts with food, uh, not just food processing companies, but uh, those are delivering food to consumers, um, providing uh, some background on how beef is raised sustainably. So we looked at that and thought, we can do the same thing for the grains and oilseed sector. So uh, this is all under the umbrella of the Canadian Roundtable for Sustainable Crops. And the main purpose of it is is to build uh, an understanding and trust from the public that farmers are raising their crops sustainably. And we've, we've simplified it and put it into uh, what I think is more understandable language, simpler language. We're calling it responsible grain. And so farmers grow their crops, grains and oilseeds, sustainably, but they grow it responsibly. They're responsible for the soil, for the health of the soil, for improving the health of the soil. And that's in their production methods. So the nutrients added to it, whatever products we use to protect our crops. But also the air and and the water, the water that either comes from above or that flows across our land. We're responsible for making sure that there's not erosion. So responsible grain to me encompasses all of this. And it was just a matter of developing a code that will be voluntary that can be shared all across this country, whether the re- whatever the region, whatever the crop, whatever the climate. And so it'll be a voluntary code that we're certainly encouraging farmers to, uh, to join, on, join into uh, to, to help, uh, help with the public trust message that we'd like to deliver. That was Alberta farmer Ted Menzies. He's the chair for the committee responsible for developing the code of practice for the grain sector. We told you earlier this month that the Canadian Grain Commission had suspended the licenses for three pulse processors. There's been another new development. Glenda Lee Allen Wasser talks with the Canadian Grain Commission's Remy Goslin. What I can confirm, Glenda Lee, is that uh, as of uh, November 19th uh, last week, uh, all three companies were placed into receivership and BDO Canada Limited has been appointed as uh, the receiver. We can also confirm uh, that the CGC holds security in the form of a payables insurance policy, uh, which has been underwritten by GCNA in the amounts of uh, $6.5 million for uh, CanPulse Foods Limited, $1.25 million for uh, Global Grain Canada Limited, and $50,000 for um, Globeways Canada uh, Incorporated. Um, so as you mentioned before, the CGC has commenced the claims process uh, to determine liabilities. And at this point, we're not um, 
100% certain in terms of uh, adequate security coverage, so we can't comment about security levels until this process is, is complete. So what does this mean now for producers that are owed money by these companies? Well, first and foremost, uh, when it comes to producers who have outstanding liabilities with these three companies, they should contact us as soon as possible so that they can place their their claims with us. Um, And from there, we're going to assess whether or not their claims are eligible. So it's, it's, it's extremely important that producers contact us as soon as possible. Um, so that we can um, commence that process uh, with them. Based on the claims that you've seen come in to date, can you give us some idea as far as how much money is owed to producers? Again, I'm not in a position to confirm that yet because uh, producers have not all come forward to um, make claims to us. Uh, So once we ascertain how many producers are owed money and what amounts are owed, uh, then we'll be able to determine whether or not security uh, levels are adequate in terms of uh, coverage. Um, I can also uh, confirm that uh, as it relates to um, Global Grain Canada, um, we are aware that some producers uh, in recent weeks demanded the return of their grain for unpaid deliveries at uh, their primary elevator in Plum Coulee um, in Manitoba. And uh, this is the first time in recent memory that producers have exercised their right uh, to return uh, to the return of grain uh, on this magnitude. So we believe that the company has returned the majority of its inventory to producers who hold um, outstanding elevator receipts. And we consider this to be a good news story, and it will also serve to reduce liabilities to producers. So again, it's a little too early to tell whether or not there's enough security in place, but we certainly feel a lot more comfortable um, given that uh, some producers have gone to retrieve the grain. Once again, if producers are owed money from these companies, they need to contact the Canadian Grain Commission. Correct. Um, So producers should call us as soon as possible uh, before the end of this month. that date still stands. Uh, if we're contacted afterwards, uh, claims may not be uh, eligible. I've been talking with Remy Gosselin, the head of communications for the Canadian Grain Commission. Once again, Globeways Canada, Global Grain, and Can Pulse Foods placed into receivership. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Bossler. Thanks, Glendalee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email to farmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee Allen Bossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return next week on the Golden West Farm Network.